continuing our discussion of the three weeks, nine days, Shavu and so on. So we introduced this halacha, we elaborated upon the halacha that uh, during the Shavu we're not supposed to uh, get haircuts and we're not supposed to do any laundry. And we spo- uh, spent some time discussing that. Here the Ramah adds... Uh, we Ashkenazim are machmir. We already take on uh, this practice of refraining from laundry from Rosh Chodesh, meaning for the nine days. But regarding cutting our hair, that already we start from the three weeks, meaning uh, starting with Shavas or Batamas, the fast of the 17th of Batamas. At that point, we would not get our hair cut until after the fast. Next, Shachan says, it would be forbidden for uh, Jewish women to clean the clothing of those who are not Jewish during this week, meaning during the Shavuot Shachabo. So what we're finding is that not only am I not allowed to do my own laundry, but I can't do laundry for someone who is not necessarily bound by these practices. For example, someone who is not Jewish. The Mishaburah tries to figure out why should that be. So he writes, Even though in theory it should be permissible, He says, well, why is it that we're not allowed to do laundry? So we'd said maybe it takes your mind off of the morning or whatever, but he says, that's not really it. Really the purpose is because it shows that we are in a state of mourning because people who are in mourning aren't wearing uh, freshly laundered clothing. But he says, But that, I mean, that doesn't show a lack of my mourning by cleaning someone else's uh, clothing because I'm not wearing those freshly laundered clothing. They are. So he says, Nevertheless, it's forbidden. Because of what's called that it's not clear from people on the outside uh, whose clothing I am laundering. Because it's not clear that these are the clothing of someone uh, who is not Jewish. However, if Let's say uh, there's a priest and uh, he's got you know his long thing in the collar and all, and that's very clear from the outset, right? That this is not clothing uh, of someone who is Jewish. So then, and it's nikar lakol, right? Everyone knows that it belongs to the akum. So then, yesh lakol. Then maybe we can be lenient in such an instance. And certainly, if you are your business is that you're a dry cleaner, right? And that that's your parnasa. And we said that you have to be able to uh, feed yourself, so to speak. Even though we talked about being mimaip bischora limiting the amount of business that we do and what that meant. So he says, if that is your business and it's going to affect your business to take off nine days and randomly in the summer, so then it would be permissible to go ahead uh, and to do so. But otherwise, we would try to avoid it. There are some other questions of when we apply this uh, halacha of marit ayin, right? So marit ayin, we say, if it looks like I'm doing something which is forbidden, I'm not supposed to engage in doing so. So the Gemara says, uh, even if you're in like the innermost room, no one's going to see you, it's still forbidden, right? Why that should be? Okay, topic for different discussion. But is that true for every isur? Is that only true for something which is, let's say, asur mitzoraita, biblically uh, prohibited? Maybe it's even for something which is rabbinically prohibited. What if it's just minhag? Uh, so then someone to say, if it's really, really in private, so then you could maybe even wash uh, someone's uh, clothing if, uh, if they're not Jewish. But probably best not to rely on that if you don't have to. 7 o'clock tonight, 6.55 tomorrow. 7 o'clock tonight, 6.55 tomorrow. See you all there. Rabbi Chalena Medikash Romero. It's like a Shabbat Lutzak.